What's up, everybody? Hey, this is LaDon. I am the um, founder of the Followers of Christ YouTube channel, and I am here, you know, trying to spread the gospel. Um, my goal is to reach many people in the world as I can. Um, I started this podcast as well, so I'm really hoping to do some work for God here. I'm a servant of God. I'm an author and a writer. Um, please um, check out my book. It's called From Hell to Heaven, Guide to Salvation. Arthur LaDon Patton. You can look it up on Amazon and uh, you can check it out. So, you guys, I really love you all, my brothers and sisters in Christ, believers and non believers. And, um, you know, I, I love the non believers just as well because our goal is to get as many of us to Christ Jesus as we can that is our goal and so yeah i started this podcast i hope to have guests on here um but more importantly i want to spread the gospel to you all i want you all to understand that you have to receive christ you have to repent you know i call it followers of christ because so many people have damaged the word christianity and, uh, I mean, I can go from the KKK, and I can keep going. What people must know that Jesus Christ is love. He's love, guys. He is love. And let me tell you, He loves us all, no matter what color we are, no matter where we come from, no matter if we're poor, no matter. He loves us. He loves us all. And, guys, the world is coming to that point. It's getting to that time where the mark of the beast is getting close. The end is near. Christ gave us all the warnings and all the signs in Matthew. Guys, I will do a podcast on Matthew to, you know, read with you all because I want you guys to know, listen, um, it's real. Everything in the word is real. The prophecies are coming to pass. So... You know, um, when people speak the truth, this is what I'm noticing. When a lot of people speak the truth, they're called conspiracy theorists. Isn't that strange to you? Because a lot of those conspiracy theories are true. A lot of those cons conspiracy theories come to pass. You know, God, uh, guys, God loves you. Christ loves you. He wants you to come in and repent and give your life to him and live your life for him. You know, not to be lukewarm. You know, you're either for Christ or you are against Christ. You can't be in the middle. You can't say, oh, I love Jesus Christ and uh, I know what I'm doing is wrong, but God understand why I'm doing it. No. No, you can't, you can't say, oh, okay, you know, yes, I believe in Christ, and, and you in church, and you, ooh, and then you go home, and you commit fornication, you commit uh, drunkenness, you commit uh, homosexuality, you commit uh, selling, smoking drugs, or whatever it is. You know, we got to walk away from our sin, guys, and that's a lot of the problem. The world loves their sin. The flesh is weak.
I want you guys to be strong and know that Christ loves you. Believe me, I've been there. I still battle and I still struggle. I didn't say this would be easy. But the fight is worth it. The fight is worth it because the struggle is real. But if we can only endure it until Christ comes, our reward, our reward is greater than you know. So guys, I love you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I love you, everyone else. I want everybody to listen. I want everybody to to hear the gospel because so many people are being led astray from God through religion, through trickery and woes of the adversary, of the enemy. Guys, we have to stay woke out here. So I don't want to really talk on this one a lot too much um, because I've already done five minutes. What I do want to do is share um, a pastor's... Um, thoughts with you guys on this um, whole lockdown thing and this coronavirus and everything else because really guys we've got to get woke we've got to get woke and what I mean by that is we've got to quit falling for their tricks this is why you know it says only a handful will make it into the kingdom of heaven this is why God said my people will be destroyed due to lack of knowledge is a vaccine going to save you or are you going to have faith that God will and then the people that's taking this vaccine is still catching COVID so what does that say Picture the 450,000... So what, what I want to do, guys, is um, I want to share um, a video with you. And, um, well, it's going to be audio, but I want to share it with you. And uh, I just, I want you, you guys to listen to to what's really happening out here. Because if you're close to God, you will know that this this is the truth. Okay, guys, so just hold on. Give me one second here. This is my first podcast, so forgive me if you hear a little bit of commercials or something like that. Forgive me, but um, please receive the message. Please, my people. Hold one second. woke up at daybreak and he gave that commandment it's a commandment it's not the ten commandments but he said in matthew 6 33 seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness seek first what's the first thing you do in your life facebook first god second youtube first god second facebook instagram youtube god fourth Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, breakfast, run to work, talk to your boss, call your girlfriend, call your husband, call your wife. The night comes, you have dinner, you watch TV, you watch YouTube, you have a thought about God. (laughs) Has God last? And then you wonder why you're not being prosperous. 
prosperous. All right, well, Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say I have no pleasure in them, while the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened, and the doors shall be shut in the streets when the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of music shall be brought low. Now I'm going to jump onto verses 11. It says, The words of the wise are as goads and as nails fastened by the masters of assembly, which are given from one shepherd. And further by these, my son, be admonished of making many books, there is no end. And much study is a weariness of the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. Okay, you guys hear that? That is David Lynn. Um, and you can look at him on Christ Forgiveness on YouTube. He's a street preacher, and I believe, you know, of course, he has a church as well. Um, this guy's really good, and uh, he, he just, he keeps it raw and uncut, and that's what I like about him, because we have to be bold, Christians. Yes, we have to be bold. We cannot let the world stop us and shut us up. We cannot do that. We cannot. We have to say what we have to say, no matter the consequences. No matter. So, uh, I want to get back to the other video. And it is um, the lockdowns again. So, that's what I wanted to start with. But, yeah. Yes, yeah, the purpose of the lockdowns. Well, um, you know, he who has ears to hear and eyes to see can clearly see that the purpose of these lockdowns is to 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 um, uh, solidify and to speed up uh, certain things. Number one, control over your body. So it's introducing forced vaccinations on people. So we, at this period of time, have rights over our bodies. Okay, but. With this whole COVID thing, now they're setting the stage so that you don't have rights, so they can force inject you, right? I don't really watch this. It has nothing to do with my message, but I have to say it because uh, next week, apparently, we're not going to be able to meet like this again. Um, they're locking it down for another three weeks or two weeks or something like that. We've implemented the strictest measures in all of North America, so effective immediately. We're extending the emergency declaration and prolonging the stay-at-home order province-wide for an additional two weeks. 
for a total of six weeks. In addition, effective Monday, April 19th at 12.01 a.m., capacity at weddings, funerals, and religious services will be limited to 10 people indoors or outdoors. So, it's crazy because I'm watching Doug Ford make this announcement, and I, I wasn't trying to be critical. I literally just was watching it to hear what the new requirements were. So I noticed that the people talking were not wearing a mask, right? And um, it just occurred to me. So I was like, wait a second. Didn't they pass a law that in order to enter buildings and stuff like that, you need to wear a mask? You can't go shopping without a mask. You can't go in banks without a mask and, and all that stuff. But then here we have the guy shutting down the whole economy, sitting, okay, mind you, two meters apart. I don't, I don't know. It looked a little less than two meters, to be honest two meters is okay so maybe two meters but they don't have a mask on and every time they finish speaking then they put back on their mask i'm like isn't that strange it seems like there's one thing that can stop covid19 is talking amen so all, I, I think what we need to do is 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 going to shoppers drug mart stay six feet apart okay we'll stay two meters apart but just talk to everybody Talk to everybody. Just say, hi, how you doing? Man, I mean, you know, talk to yourself. Just pray. Preach the word. And everyone says, sir, you ought to wear a mask. Like, Wait a second. Doug Ford and the chief medical officers took off their mask around people as well. And they were okay. And they were inside. What made things even worse, I was thinking, I was like, Wait a second. So they're locking everything down. They're, they're limiting stores now to 25% capacity. But then it just occurred to me, it's like, wait a second, if it's 25% capacity, that means 75% of the people are standing outside in the line. You ever see a long lineup for groceries, for Walmart, for Shoppers Drug Mart? A big line. Don't you think that they're going to catch COVID-19 because they're standing, okay, mind you, six feet apart. But they're standing there for long periods of time until they can get into the store, right? Because they're limiting the amount of people, especially when you limit the store to one person at a time. I went to a store recently, one person at a time, meanwhile, everybody's just standing around, walking around. Now, I thought about that. I was like, wait a second. So they're limiting or even closing parks, um, basketball courts, track places or whatever they're closing all of that and at the same time telling you okay well you can't really go around more than your family or yourself if you're if you're walking down the road but then you have 75 percent of the people outside the store and you're standing around for long periods of time where's the logic here did you, did you have something to say? Yeah, so I completely agree with everything you just said. So I'm wondering what you think the purpose of these lockdowns are if it's not for... Yes, yeah, the purpose of the lockdowns. Well, um, you know, he who has ears to hear and eyes to see can clearly see that the purpose of these lockdowns is to, 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 to um, uh, solidify and to speed up uh, certain things. Number one, control over your body. So it's introducing forced vaccinations on people. So we, at this period of time, have rights over our bodies. Okay, but with this whole COVID thing, 
now they're setting the stage so that you don't have rights so they can force inject you, right? And what that means is basically they can do anything to you at any time. Second thing is, is that they're setting the stage for uh, digital IDs and the mark of the beast, which means that there's going to be a global tracking. And, and this is not far-fetched because the technology is there. There's certain countries that are already using this technology. We see in the United States, they already created a chip that apparently now um, they're thinking of putting out that can trace if you have COVID-19. So now all you need to do is walk through the scanner in your hand. Exactly what the Bible says. Unless you have that mark in your hand or in your forehead, you cannot buy or sell. So when they're talking about this COVID-19 being, uh, some people are trying to say it's the mark of the beast and so forth like that, um, they're not too far off. And not saying that necessarily it is, but they're not too far off because now, um, if it's true that we're gonna have to start, people are gonna start implementing a chip just to check to see if you have it because the vaccines are clearly not working, okay? You're gonna have to have something to scan in. And already before this whole thing happened, or actually around the time that happened when I went to the airport, they already have the scanners scanning your head. Out of all things, like as anybody that goes through an airport right now is scanned at their forehead, and it's to check your temperature. They they check to see if you have COVID. If you ever some of some of the restaurants, um, we went to a Korean restaurant recently, and before we went, who remember that time when whoever was with us, we went to that Korean restaurant. They wanted to scan our heads. Now it's really really interesting that two thousand years ago the Bible predicted that you're going to have to take a mark on your hand or on your forehead. So the technology is already set up. The only thing now is, is are you going to take the mark? The reason why so many people are going to take the vaccines and the marks is the same reason. The reason why people are taking vaccines right now is because they need their job. They need to eat and they need to live. That's why people are going to take the mark of the beast. So it makes sense. When you read the Bible, it says that so many people are going to take the mark of the beast, and you're not going to be able to buy or sell. It emphasizes buy and sell. Money. Living. You won't be able to live a normal life unless you get this mark. So whether or not it's going to be forced or not, it's not the point. The technology is coming. You're going to have to take it, because if you don't, you won't have a job. You won't be able to live. Tough times are ahead. Tough times are ahead. And we're, it's right before you. So, you know, I used to hear people say the mark of the beast is this and that. No, it's a real physical mark. But it's not just a physical mark. It's also a spiritual mark as well. It's both. It's an, it's an allegiance to a system. So already now we see a sifting within the church. We see people now taking the vaccine, going against Christians like myself or people that stand up. We're looked, we're looked at as crazies. And then the other guys are all going along with the flow. But if you notice something about these churches that go along with the flow, they weren't evangelizing. They've already compromised. They have, they have, they have bishops that shouldn't be bishops. They have all sorts of things going on in their churches. They're not living for the Lord. It's, just, it's become a religion. And so this is the dividing line. That's why the Bible says there's going to be a great falling away. A great. 
They wouldn't have said great for no reason. It's falling away is okay. A couple people leave the church. Okay, it's falling away. But a great falling away is going to be like almost the majority. So those, so even right now, what you can see right now is a picture of what's going to happen. When you see the people protesting and stuff like that, that's a minority of the population. Everybody else, even if they don't agree, they don't want to get involved because they want to keep their job. They're afraid. Okay, so already the line is being drawn. If you're walking in fear, you're going to fall into the mark of the beast. You're going to take it. If you're, if you're already compromising now, most likely you're going to compromise then. So right now you can, you know, the, the Bible, um, the funny thing is, uh, Jews every year, when they celebrate the day of Yom Kippur, this has nothing to do with my message, but I'm glad we brought it up, thank you. But every year on Yom Kippur, they believe, um, well, I'll just say, they have 10 days of repentance. So Rosh Hashanah is the blowing of the trumpet, and that's the calling of an assembly. Everybody comes together, and what they believe is in those 10 days, you're supposed to prepare yourself for the Day of Atonement, the day where all of Israel is supposed to be cleansed from their sin. They believe that on the Day of Atonement, until Messiah comes... Um, that day determines determines the next year. So everything in, in the future. So the way you were living prior to that day, or the, the way you're living on that day and prior, through those days of 10 days of repentance, they call it the 10 days of awe, that's going to determine what's going to happen next year in your life. So if you weren't walking with the Lord uh, throughout those days and, and repenting, because you're supposed to repent, then the next year you're going to miss out on certain blessings. Okay. Now, it's interesting because it's the same principle. What you sow is what you're going to reap. Okay. This is a fact. So what you are now, you can predict your future. You don't have to be a prophet. If right now you are compromising and you don't have the strength, the mental fortitude, the faith to persevere and press in, and stand strong against this, chances are, 99.9% .9 unless God intervenes, you're going to go straight and take the mark. Okay? So that's why we learned that parable from Jesus about the foolish and the wise virgins. The foolish virgins, what they did, is he talked about the oil. They, they waited for a very long time before they got oil. And they didn't, they didn't get their oil for their lamp. And then their oil ran out. But the other ladies, they got oil. So now it's time for the wedding. They're supposed to go, you know, to, to meet their husband. But the ones that were foolish, they didn't get enough oil. So they're like, hey, we don't, we don't have the light to, to make it. Can we borrow some of yours? But the, the wise virgin said, hey... I only have enough for me. I can't give you what I have. And it's going to be like that in the last days. You know, some people are going to be fasting and praying and building up the immunity and the strength to survive in those days. And they might, might even put a portion of food for their families and, and, and for their community. But those who are being foolish, it's going to be very difficult you're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna be tight. And even then, 
that is a precursor to what it's going to be like in hell. But you didn't take the time to prepare yourself now while you had the time. While you had the time. So this COVID-19 shouldn't be taken lightly by anybody. The world is not taking it lightly. The governments are not taking it lightly. This has nothing to do with mass deaths at all. If they cared about deaths, they would probably focus all that time and resource on cancer, HIV, or, or diabetes, or other, other things. So many other illnesses that kill us. In fact, what this doctor was saying was that a lot of the times people are dying of COVID, it's actually from other illnesses, but it's being listed as COVID. So a lot of these deaths are being... I, I watched another video today of... of um, the uh, chief, the chief medical officer in charge of Pfizer, the former chief, and he was exposing Pfizer, and he was saying, "Look, um, I gotta let you know that the the the, the vast majority of those people that are call, are, are are saying that they uh, they, they were di died because of COVID, they didn't die because of COVID. The numbers are a lot higher than you think they are. They died of other illnesses. It had nothing to do with COVID." And all of a sudden, flu went down. So, flu almost doesn't exist anymore. So, so there, there's, there's clearly something going on. And I think that as a church, we need to really, really prepare. And I'm not just saying put food in your bunker. That's wonderful. But you need to prepare spiritually. Of what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do if you can't work? What are you going to do if the government doesn't give you money? to 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 uh on, on social assistance because um you didn't take the you didn't take the covid vaccine what are you gonna do because everything is being limited everything is coming down to did you take the vaccine that's what it's coming down to sorry well like i said it's it's very related i i can't say exactly that the covid vaccine is the mark but it's so connected and intertwined this is the only time i've ever lived that the entire world is shut down and the whole world is coordinated to ensuring that you take this vaccine so never before in history that i know of i mean there's been times i mean there was the bubonic plague it hit europe there was the, the major influenza and it was very big there were lockdowns but never before in history have we seen a coordinated effort like this, limiting travel, limiting everything, forcing everybody to get this one vaccine that doesn't even fully work. So, so now we see that this is this is very serious. We are literally on the verge, in the cuffs of the end times, and it's going to be very difficult. There's not going to be anywhere you can really hide. There's not going to be anything that you can really do. Um, the Bible says that there's going to be people beheaded for the cause of Christ. Already they're starting to lock up people that are speaking out. They're censoring. So expect a lot of deaths. Expect those who are outspoken. I'm already prepared to die. I'm fine dying. I'm, I'm, I'm really fine. I want to see Jesus. I'm, I've, I've been through that. You know, I, I love you. I love you, but I love Jesus more. I love my kids. I love my wife. I love everybody. But I love Jesus more. Amen. Okay, guys, you heard that. That's again, that's preacher is David Lynn. 
Um, the channel that he preaches on is called Christ Forgiveness, and it's on YouTube. You guys should watch him. He really is excellent. And uh, this guy used to be, um, you know, in the streets. Like, he didn't went to, to the penitentiary. And, you know, he didn't sell drugs, did drugs. He didn't did all that. And so to, to listen to him now is amazing and that's what my channel is all about that's what this podcast is all about just you know me wanting to say listen it don't matter what you do because some people won't even come to christ because of what they're doing no don't do that that's the tricks of the enemy it don't matter what you do he loves you he loves us y'all he loves us Y'all hang in here with me on Followers of Christ. I, I promise you, you're going to hear amazing testimonies. You're going to hear amazing breakdowns of the Bible where you can understand it. You're going to hear amazing, um, like that, preachings. You're going to hear a lot on here. Um, on my YouTube channel that I just started, actually, um, I'm going to do part of my book reading on there. So, guys, you know, I don't care if you're in prison, if you're locked up, whatever the case may be. If you are deep in sin, please join us because we love you. Christ loves you. Christ loves you. Guys, we're not here to judge homosexuals. We're not here to to judge you, but we're going to speak the truth to you. We're going to speak the truth to you in love. We're going to speak what God says. You know, um, <clears throat> this preacher, he, he's, he's went up against a lot of um, homosexual people. And uh, and a lot of them attack him. And, oh my, you know, if you, if you look him up, you'll see. But um, they attack him, they bully him, you know. And... You know, one thing I will say, guys, is we sinners, sometimes we just love our sin way too much. We love our sin more than God. So much to where you, a lot of people are so deep in their sin, they will try to twist the Bible to make it fit their sin. Well, guess what? God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. Remember that he will not be mocked. So you can't twist his word. And you can run around and you can tell yourself, oh, the Bible's been changed. So that means it's not God's word. You can do all that. All of that is not going to change the fact that that word is real. Oh, yeah. It's real. It's authentic. It's full of prophecy that's coming to pass right before our eyes. None of that is going to change how God feels about your sin. None of it. So it's best to try to get delivered, repent, and go to Christ. Or stay in your sin. Know your consequence, though. Know your consequences. My people, I love you. Uh, I'm going to get ready to wrap up this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And please, please have a blessed day. Remember, Christ loves you. I love you. And in Jesus' name, I pray that everyone who so shall listen to this 
Lord, that they are blessed, plentiful, that they are blessed with good health, with fruitfulness, wisdom, knowledge, that they are blessed with the Holy Spirit, that they are blessed with love, that they are blessed with kindness. Lord, I pray for everyone who hears this, who's struggling to come to you. Father, give them strength because we love you. Jesus loves you. Yahshua loves you. He loves you, my people. He loves you. No matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, He loves you. Repent, my people. Repent. Know the true doctrine. Know the true doctrine. God said in Hosea 4, 6 that his people would be destroyed due to lack of knowledge. How do you think that many people in the world today is being tricked by religion? Many people are so tricked by religion. They're in the wrong religion. is one true doctrine, and that's Jesus Christ. He is love. My people, he is love. He is our savior. And he gave his life for all of us. You can accept him or reject him, but you cannot stay in the middle. Okay, I love you guys. Peace, love, and protection to you and blessings to you in Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.